0: Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something.
1: What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. Hats, Brendo
2: ready
0: raring to go to ready and raring to go i don't know if our listeners can hear the uh the storm thundering above us it is brewing
2: it's, we may lose power because it's been a bit uh flickery yeah
0: it has been so um what's going on
2: i'm all right i'm all right what's happening with you we're we ready to go again yeah we're um we're gonna queue a couple so this one might go out in about i don't know 10 days or something ish yeah, we're about well, so. well. I remember well. I remember when we were on a pod. I
0: won't say which one, but a while back, and I was like, "Oh, so when's it on?" Thinking it's been next week, and, and he's like, "Oh, I think it's about uh, four or five weeks." I'm like, "Holy shit, that's that's organized.
2: And do you remember whose pod that was? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was
0: Stuart and Ben. It <isn't> was. It? <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, tonight we do have a guest. So, um, do you want to intro our
1: guest, mate? Uh
2: yeah, Daniel. Maybe us like Introduce yourself, mate. If you if you are happy, to.
1: yeah, yeah, sure. How are you? How are you, How are you, Brendo and Hats? Excellent. Um, so, oh, right. great. Um, yeah. So I'm Daniel. So I've been involved in Bitcoin for quite a for a while. I got involved towards the end of 2013, and um, yeah. In 2014, I started Hardblock, which is a small Australian Bitcoin exchange. I've been involved in running the Bitcoin Meetup in Adelaide. I started actually the Bitcoin Meetup in Chiang Mai, also in Thailand, and uh, yeah, a a little bit involved with. I'm on the board on the Australian Bitcoin Industry Body, Um, but you know my involvement is pretty minimal. It's mostly Ethan and now Jeremy doing that. But, yeah, so basically I'm, I've been pretty much fully into Bitcoin for the past eight, nine years, almost every day, and that's myself.
0: I, I'm i quite amazed that you got in at 13 and then you started yeah. up a business a year later in 14. Yeah. Is
1: that right? Yeah, it was just like three or four months later, um, and <laughs> to be four honest. Uh, <laughs> what the... So hang on. So what you I, I got. Sorry, yeah, please. no, no, please go on. Um, yeah. So I got into Bitcoin in 2013. It was like at the end of 2013. There were two bubbles in 2013. So I was, I got in, um. In the second bubble, that was like around November, December. It reached a height of just over one thousand US dollars, and. Um, I just remember actually at that point I was, um, you know, because I already made up my mind in around October of 2013 that I would invest in Bitcoin, and I, but I was just researching it, how to store it, how to buy it and all these things. And it was kind of in the lead up to the baboon as I'm researching the prices doubling every week. <laughs> um, so you when you, jumped, when you anyway, jumped
2: in, were you just like getting spiked on an all-time high? Is that what was happening then?
1: Pretty much, yeah, I Excellent. bought an all-time high, yeah. So I was underwater for two years. Um, Brilliant. Years. Brilliant. But, you're yeah, you're but, my kind of yeah, Bitcoiner, yeah. none, nah. none
2: of this Brento shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Yeah, um, there's, there's a story, actually, about that. Um, Go on. Um, but I'll tell you guys later, okay. Like a story about during the bear market. But yeah, and how I got into the business, so I, I, I have I completed engineering, computer systems engineering, and I also have economics. And so I only just finished that in 2012, and I I was kind of looking for stuff to do, so I didn't really have a proper job at that point. So I was just learning and interested in stuff and doing some small side hustle business things. And so I got into Bitcoin, and I straight away almost I wanted to be involved in it. Actually, really, really kind of remember precisely the day it happened in 2013. Um, um, like, uh, throughout the year, I heard about Bitcoin, but I never looked into it much. And um, I remember one day I decided, okay, to try and listen to find a podcast, because I find podcasts a good way to learn about something. So I found, like, a Bitcoin podcast, and there was only one. Bitcoin podcast at the time Let's Talk Bitcoin and um, it was with Andreas Antonopoulos, I, I guess did you guys know him?
2: Uh, yes, yeah. but I actually never listened to, I don't think I ever listened to a podcast I, I, I found him early as well I thought, but I was on YouTube, so that was when he was yeah. coming onto YouTube channels I guess, I never realized, I didn't actually realize there was a podcast before or maybe there still Yeah, is. There
1: was a po- yeah I think it still might be going on so he wasn't really the host on that podcast but he was a regular guest okay let's on let's talk bitcoin he was pretty much he was pretty much like the host like he was yeah he, he was pretty much there every week and and yeah his explanations were very good but i listened to that podcast and i was going to the library to do some work i was on the bus i remember that guy very clearly it was a nice guy and i'm just listening and I, before that i thought bitcoin was some kind of World of Warcraft-type money, something like, you know, for geeks or to play games on. But I'm listening to this, like, oh, wow, this is, like, not what I... This seems like it's not what I thought at all. And I'm on that bus, and I went to the library, and instead of doing what I was supposed to do, you know, I just, like, started reading about Bitcoin, and I read the Bitcoin White Piper. And I remember that was a Friday. And just, like, straight away, I thought, wow, this is, like, almost on that day had the realization but this thing is going to be huge and i want to be involved in it potentially for the rest of my life like it was just like on that one day wow yeah, I, how, yeah how, it was yeah
0: i tell you what li- libraries do that to you if you're in a library <laughs> they're, they're yeah amazing amazing places
1: that is um yeah, yeah.
2: that's very impressive i mean it was yeah. nothing like that like that's um the real mm-hmm. light, the, the fi- I, I did very early on do the whole um, how many people are there in the world and how many of these mm. things are there? Mm. And I, I did that some, so I'm a numbers guy. I went straight to the numbers um, and I did that. I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was never, I like, I didn't then find the white paper. I didn't, I didn't do any of that to begin with. Oh, there's a big flash of lightning. um So that's in, like almost like day one. Um,
1: yeah, kind of. I would say before that, there was a few times I di- did come across and I remember going on Wikipedia and I looked at in Wikipedia, but it just confused me. I couldn't really understand what's it talking about. So I just kind of closed it. So yeah, kind of, I mean, there, there was some exposure, a little bit, but that was kind of, the diet kind of yeah clicked and I really, yeah, I kind of spent that whole died on the computer at the library just reading about it and... Yeah. And you
2: went sort of straight to good quality content rather than having to sift through mainstream content, kind of.
1: Yeah, I feel like at that point there wasn't that much mainstream content mm. yet. Like, let's talk Bitcoin podcast was literally like the only podcast on Bitcoin. <laughs> like, there's probably a thousand right now.
0: Yeah, but too, many, too many, way too many.
1: Yeah, no, it's good, it's good. I think like, you know, it's good. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, at that point was only one that I know of at least. Um, so yeah, there was and Andres, like from that class of 2000, I, I don't know when you guys got exactly, in, but like in 2013, like a lot of people were influenced by Andres. He's almost kind of, uh, he was, how meant uh, for that kind of a generation of people who got in around 2013
0: in that bubble, 2013-2014. I, um, I was February 2020, and I wish hats kind of got me just that little bit earlier, so I could say, you know, I was in the teens, but I just missed it.
2: But your timing's good. Yeah, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, very lucky. Anybody who's in at all now, their t- your timing is good. But um, I was Christmas Eve 2015. So well, I, don't yeah. know what I, was, I don't know why on Christmas Eve, because I, I wanted to know, right? I went back to check. I wanted to know the, the first block, actually. We we're talking about getting attacked. 2015? Like, 2015, Christmas okay. Eve 2015.
0: Um, so but, you weren't wrapping presents for your daughter? Uh,
2: no, well, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I, I don't know what was. You're the,
0: avoiding wrapping 20, presents for your daughter.
2: I I, yes, yeah, so I, no, I went and looked back on old transactions. I found exactly when it was like, wow, that's Christmas Eve. Oh, what was yeah. I doing? Oh. Um, I don't know what I was doing, I really don't.
1: Know. Um I mean but but it was a nice Christmas present for you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Satoshi a big Nakamoto big... gave you the gift of Bitcoin. Yeah, that's a nice he... story.
2: Yeah, well, yeah yeah, he did, but um, um but I didn't hold them. Um, I spent them. I was I go into Bitcoin to spend the Bitcoin, that's what I, 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 I was using it as a currency way back when. And I wish I wasn't. <laughs> but everyone will get the stories, right? Um so have you had a real, have, we, have you actually had a real job? In, 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 <laughs> um, in,
1: not really. Like, in, I never really had a real job. Well, I had like in union stuff, like part-time jobs and stuff, but no, I never had a real job.
0: You would say he has the
1: I realest know. job
2: there well, is. Well, no, I, I get that. But what I mean is like, I in my head, I was thinking, oh, there's kids these days that are just never going to know anything other than Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And here we are talking to Daniel and is like pretty much in a working capacity that's he it. doesn't know anything other than Bitcoin that's a cool thing have you ever given any of that given that some thought or
1: no i, I never thought about it that way um, yeah that's an interesting take. I, I, I mind you by the way I did take. I was pretty slow with uni you know I was a bit like my uni was when I was one of my students who kind of took uh Took, took his time yes. so um i'm kind of mid 30s now but yeah i guess so um i mean i have other interests obviously but yeah like i don't know if i, I you know i've used other money and other things so i'm not completely native i think my daughter like who's you know, who's two years old right now yeah. so she was kind of born in, within Bitcoin, so she'll know, she know Bitcoin kind of from birth. But for myself, I still feel like I know. I mean, I remember the time even before the internet, right? Like before, I only got my first computer when I was eight years old, so or like probably actually 10 years old. So I still remember that time before computers and before the internet.
0: So back then, right, for you, was it hard, like it is for anyone, I suppose, for your family and friends to understand what you were now obsessed with?
1: Yeah, so it was at that point, yeah. So, um, obviously my parents were saying, Daniel, you need to get a proper job. You know, (laughs) this is like a great hobby for you. This seems interesting, but you need a real job. And um, I guess part of it is you know, like being into it so much and looking into it, I understand. Like, I understood how groundbreaking this is, yeah. and if people like, if it didn't have a deep dive, they didn't quite get it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I So going back to that bear market, the story I was going to say. Around, I think, I don't know, it was around the middle of a bear market after the 2013 high, maybe 2015 or something, or 2016, when it was the bear market. And um, yeah, my parents were always telling me, Dan, you need a proper job, you need to do something. And they saw me, but I'm so obsessed with this Bitcoin thing and the thing it just going down, right? We're not looking that much into it, just like the price is going down and I'm spending all my time on this. What are you doing? And one day I was at my parents' house, just um, on the couch, hanging around at their house. And my mom, and she was completely serious, she told me, Daniel, let's go to a therapist to discuss Ah. (laughs) your obsession with Bitcoin. Ah. She she was completely serious. She wanted to take me to a therapist. Uh,
0: Oh, wow. And and yeah. what, what sorry? What's <laughs> their take on it now? Like, what's their position on it now?
1: Oh, uh, now now we're more like we're more uh, yeah we're more into it now, Um yeah. are more kind of on board and they get it. And my mom each pretty much over time she's actually watching some because I'm Polish originally, so my mom watches some Polish YouTube channels. And to where we talk about Bitcoin and stuff and she's always telling me Daniel, I heard this about Bitcoin. Is it true? like So oh, we're actually good. we're getting more into it and she's pretty into it. So but cool. we're still a bit afraid, you know We're a yeah. bit afraid like that, um, about getting hacked and stuff you know with computers but people but generation we're a bit of afraid of technology, but we will make mistakes. Yes. So we read it, but we're afraid to do stuff with it.
2: Have you suggested to her that you should take her to a therapist yet? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. She uh, she might be offended.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel's mum. Um, yeah. that's, that's, that's really cool. So so you were so we're talking 1314. And then immediately you have this idea. I'm going to start, I'm going to work in this. I'm going to set up a business or like, or what was that? Or, or was it you did you have a problem that you were that you was difficult to do, or like you were finding it difficult to buy Bitcoin? What, what, what was it that made you think
1: that? Right. So it was only a few months after I started Hard Block. And my mind thing, I wanted to be involved in Bitcoin. I wanted to be part of it and to do something. And I still do. For me, it's almost like a, it's more than just a technology and a business, it's like a revolution, it's a social movement. And I wanted to be part of a social movement, part of a revolution, like be become essentially like a fighter in, as part of a part of this movement and to do something in it. So uh, I, yeah, I wanted to be involved. So I just quickly coded up a service where people could buy Bitcoin. It was very basic, it, so it only took me like two or three months, but it was just really a web form, really. Uh, the initial version so you, what happened was if somebody at that point you didn't have to do KYC or anything like that and um, so it was just a web form. people on went to the website they submitted a request that they wanted to buy for example five thousand dollars worth of bitcoin and um, and they would give me very on that web form. they would project Put the amount and the Bitcoin address. I would then the website would then give them my bank details. The deposit of the money. I'd go. I'd be checking my bank each day, and if I saw the money come in, I'd see the address not go to my Bitcoin wallet, and I'd manually just send Bitcoin to that to that person's address. So that's what it was. It was just a web form. What <laughs> and, was the- but people were actually using it. Yeah.
2: What was the exchange rate? I mean, how would they? How are you protecting yourself against some mad fluctuation on the exchange rate?
1: Um, so I just, which is actually what I do now. I still get like the exchange rate from APIs, and uh, from like I still do. I take some risks, so I'm kind of act as the market maker essentially because we. Like it still works like this now. So I'm I'm basically a market maker and people buy from us. So that's we just charge the spread and sometimes usually we make money from that spread, but occasionally we actually do lose money. But when somebody was placing an
2: order So it was to me, when somebody's place an order on this web form, right? And let's say it's Monday, and then they're gonna try and send you money from the bank account in two thousand and fourteen. Um, which was taken probably three days or something like that. Were you confirming an exchange rate to them when they submitted the form and then you were just taking the risk on you to that you were by four days later, everything was going to be okay? Or, yeah.
1: Oh, no. So, so it was like cash deposit in a bank. So, they, they would deposit the cash. So, they, after they'd done that request, it said they have four hours. To right. deposit the cash, so because it'd be a cash deposit, it would be very instantly. So if right. order was valid for four hours, gotcha. Okay. By the way, like there were other services, a lot of services. That's kind of like there were other services who, which worked similar to that. So that was kind of pretty similar. I mean, that's kind of more or less like if you look at CoinJar and CoinSport. That's kind of how we started, and that's that was how they worked also. Mm. Right back in, back in voice times.
2: Um, and you must have had people that were not as honest as you'd hoped along the way, particularly in the early days, like people, with like a whole bunch of scammers trying to um, find find holes in the system.
1: Uh, probably, but at that point I didn't take ID and like, you know, I. As far as I was concerned, it wasn't my business. Um, but you know, there were obviously legitimate people. I still sometimes it's really cool when I meet some old-time Bitcoiner who tells me, "Oh yeah, I, I used Hardlog back back in 2015 or something." Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Like yeah, there were there were some issues with scammers, but still, is now. And that's for exchanges. Um, yeah, it, it, I didn't really. It, it did come or become an issue around 2015, 2016, where I started having the debanking issues, mm-hmm. and I started around that time. I started doing verifying custom IDs prevent the fraud and stuff so you i don't have the banking issues but the banks still closed out my accounts so yeah that was like a big problem it still is it still is for me now but i had yeah from it was going well initially but around 2015 2016 i just had started having problems with banks one by one we were closing my accounts so and many, again I like, had oh sorry mate Oh no, And but that's kind of the story for all exchanges, you hear, I guess you guys heard of Bitcoin Babe and others, like uh, all services went through this. Most banks right now, people don't realize this, pretty much all banks in Australia will not work with digital currency exchanges, it's different when you're as a consumer, like you can send money to an exchange and that's usually okay. But like, if you're trying to have a business, a Bitcoin exchange, a cryptocurrency exchange, pretty much all banks in Australia will not work with you.
0: So how do you That's get around right that? Now. How do you get around that?
1: Um, <clears throat> there is one or two services which will right now in Australia, but it's like literally out of like 50, 60 banking institutions, there's like two, and pretty much all, all the, all exchanges in Australia, as far as I'm aware, use these one or two institutions. Yeah. Right now.
2: So that's a problem. That's an attack vector, right? Um, <clears throat> like, if, if governments take issue, what I mean, how do you protect the business in that regard? Or how, would you have to take? Would you have to leave the country to, in order to keep the business running? Or what would happen there? Like, if if, if yeah. I don't, yeah. No, also, yeah, you get the point. If the Australian government decides, no, we're not doing that, this isn't okay anymore, um, and the two relationships that all exchanges are using in this country get shut down, um, how do you maintain the continuity of your business?
1: Yeah, not, not the exchanges, but banking institutions. Excuse um, me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, And by the way, like voice banking institutions, they didn't side because of they didn't close account it was, they side as their own private business decisions it wasn't something that the government necessarily forced on them it was just their private business decisions but yeah it is It's basically a risk I guess any business has a risk and um, if that happens I don't know try and find You always try and find a way around maybe some other institution will work with us but yeah, it's just a risk. You have to do what, like, what can you do?
2: <laughs> Are you happy to say how many banks you've actually been through with the business? Like, in order, in order to just, over the course of how long over that's been now, eight, nine years?
1: Yeah, it's around like, somewhere around 20 or 30.
0: Wow. Oh, what?
1: Wow.
2: Holy wow.
0: shit. What an administrative nightmare. Do you know, and what's impressive though, is that you're still going. You know what I mean? Like, it would be very easy just to go, fuck this, it's too hard. But I guess that's testing yeah, your passion it, and conviction that you're like, no, no, this has to, this has to happen.
1: You're right. It was like pretty stressful, and at times I did feel like giving up because it's just, it's pretty annoying. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's stressful, and even now when I get if I get a call from a bank, I'm I'm just like sweating bullets. It's mm-hmm. like Whoa. even if it's just some routine call, it's like whatever. But, you know, like, I don't want to, this isn't unique. Like, oh, if this happens to anybody, Any, if you ask anybody who trades on local bitcoins in Australia, and even in other countries around the world, anybody um, who does trading or runs an exchange, they had the same experience. Every, everybody went through prove it. It's not just me.
2: Does there come a point, is there a tipping point somewhere, Daniel, where... Um they don't you, you become too good a customer. Um, like, because the volumes, like, that, that's what these institutions are interested in volumes, volume and, and business, right? So at some point, um, money talks. yeah, I mean, if you like, if you look at the fold card, for example, is is, is a visa card, right? So for me, when I first saw that I was looking at it going, well, that's why are they doing that? That's just eating their own lunch. And then I thought, well, they kind of they, they, they don't actually have loyalty to the dollar or the pound or the euro or whatever they have, dollar, they have they have they have loyalty to wealth so at some point do they have does their loyalty to wealth kick in and, and you actually
1: become a good customer can
2: you see that or what's going to happen there
1: yeah I think you you're probably right and maybe some very big exchange like we're pretty small. But maybe some big exchange if they have a lot of money, they can work out some arrangement. But I don't know about visit details. Most like most of the banks for me, like they don't even want to talk. But it's possible that you know if you've got like millions of dollars and you can somehow make an arrangement.
0: And and so it's still today it's still problematic, even after this sort of bull run that we've had, obviously we're in a bear market, but the I mean, the ComBank were t- talking about rolling out their own bloody exchange or you know offering you know a couple of the. But top that's what five. I mean. I don't.
2: But they, I don't believe that they want to do that because they under. I think they understand the demand. Is to, the demand. But, is but ultimately, yeah, they have to because if the customer moves, if, the, if there's too much demand there, there's too much business to be. And but they're going to roll out this model that is a sort of their custody um fractional reserve all these things, the things oh, that are totally, normal today. totally would be um and that's 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 how they'll roll it out they won't they want they won't take a uh, well i don't believe they're going to say well okay it's only bitcoin they'll say okay we'll sell you anything you like well i did i think
0: ComBank was like the top five so it was it was like really? i think it was litecoin um ethereum bitcoin xrp i don't know what the other one was and but then then when everything tanked they shelved it so
1: yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, they can't but plan.
0: Yeah. But they would have the infrastructure. They were pretty close to rolling it out. That infrastructure would still be there. So I think next bull run, they might go, Hey, Hey, Yeah. we're still here.
2: Yeah. But it's going to be a shit product. Yeah. Oh, shit yeah, yeah. So, um, well, let's talk about this if we can. So, um, how are we going, uh, um, so I'm a customer. Um, I like the, I like hard block. Um, It's good. Um, Can you explain the service that you guys offer to customers? Why you think it's different? What you um, and how that's evolved over the course of the last few years?
1: Yeah, so um, we've been putting quite a bit of work on it over the last two years and improving it. And and So I would say the service that we're building is the type of service that I recommend to my family and my friends, right? And It does what they need, which is to buy Bitcoin and that's buy Bitcoin and um, move into your secure storage, right? That's really what we're trying to provide, like an easy way to buy Bitcoin and encourage customers to uh, you, to have it under their own self-custody. Uh, so we, we do have like dollar cost averaging, so you can micro-carrying payments and um, and it can go straight into your hardware wallet. But it's also kind of the, idea, the ideas that we're pushing. For example, what I mean by that is if you go to Binance or whatever, some of our exchanges, like, like they'll start sending. If you let's say you recommend your sister to Binance, well, what are they going to be recommending? What Binance is going to be telling them? Uh, you know, um, like, oh, they'll be sending a newsletter. It's like, oh, Dogecoin went up 20% this week. This yeah. thing they'll be like, put, they're trying all these services are trying, they're going for the casino model, mm-hmm. that's their business model, right? and they're trying to get people to gamble on voice shitcoins and push those shitcoins coins on people. Um, so we don't do that. Like when we communicate with our customers, we, when we send out newsletters, when we do the podcast, we, we do even consulting where we help customers set up hardware wallets. And those are kind of the messages we push. So really what's hard block? It's, we, we, you know, I believe in Bitcoin. I'm trying to, and we're trying to do things by the Bitcoin ethos, the why they should be done. And we're trying to teach ca- our customers boys' messages. Boys are the messages that we're pushing. We're not pushing shitcoins on our customers. We're pushing for them to secure the Bitcoin. We're pushing them. Why is Bitcoin valuable to understand Bitcoin and to use it properly? so i think that's kind of like what differentiates hard block and that's so i would tell your audience if they do want to get their friends and family into bitcoin and they want to recommend a service to consider hard block because those are the kind of messages that would be pushing them i think they're good messages and i think yeah so that's kind of what we're trying to build and you know we're pretty small service i, I try to be part of a community i'm not like what we're doing i'm not trying to become i'm not trying to build a billion dollar company that's not really my goal i just want to service be part of a community work in bitcoin and um yeah was the kind of my goals it's not to get like a billion dollar unicorn thing i, I like i like to have plenty of time to like spend with my family, and I like having free time. I like outdoor <laughs> activities, so that's kind of yeah, that's what I'm doing with Hardblock. Do do think- does that kind of answer your questions? Yeah,
2: it, it does. It does. There's a there's some well, there's a it's very specific thing that I like about Hardblock, and it's like that. I can, I can. The 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 pain point is actually the my bank. You can send money. You can just set up a regular recurring payment from your bank Monday to Friday because banks obviously don't work at weekends um, and send it in and it just will automatically purchase the Bitcoin. And then when you hit a trigger point in SATs terms, yes, you guys will consolidate pay, consolidate withdrawals, send them out, I think, on a Saturday evening um, for low cost back into somebody's hardware wallet. So you can almost like... It's not only have you taken us sound like an, an ad pitch, but you, not only have you taken away um, the other sh- the shit coins, you've actually taken away the work involved in the DCA of it as well. You can actually automatically go in and automatically come out and, and go into your own custody, and I think that's 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 the winner for me. Oh yeah, yeah, sit and forget. Because I've tried to trade, uh, not just in not just in Bitcoin, and it's it's a loser's game. <laughs> um, and if you think, have you, you can, finally
0: admitted you're a loser?
2: I'm a definite loser at that game. Finally, I you know definite loser, um, and I think most people are. I think I don't think you can beat a you're not going to beat an algorithm, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so, Daniel, do you think that um, do you think the shitcoin casinos get it? Do you think they fully understand what the difference is between Bitcoin and everything else, um, and they're just they're they're just they're just thinking I'm just here to make fees. That's my business model. Or do you think some of them are just like clueless?
1: I actually think they get get it and they get bitcoin and i've been kind of observing i actually went to the um about two months ago in the gold coast there was the Ooh. australian crypto convention i'm not sure if you guys are aware of that yeah but yeah, i yeah. went there yeah and um and most of the people they were like they didn't know much we went to shed coins but actually i spoke to the organizer yeah and it's funny and he's actually like he knows bitcoin he gets bitcoin and he, he does invest in shed coins like he told me and, and i believe him he told me he's pretty much like he said something like 80 or 90 percent bitcoin maximalists and um, and i've read some for example i read about the, some the about pages of like on swiftx or whatever uh, like just you know like just checking them out and i think swiftx or coinspot or whatever it is and like they said that uh, just reading between the lines, they said that, that the, the actual founders, exactly they do the profiles and they ask them, which coins do you like? And they actually, the founders usually said like oh, like Bitcoin. Um, like That's where they, they think is interesting. Or if you look at Kraken, I mean, that guy, is, he's a Bitcoiner, right? Um, oh, don't start The me. founder it's of Kraken, cool. J- Jesse. Yeah. Sorry?
2: No, I was just going to say that. You don't want, yeah. I'm gonna Yeah, go on. Sorry, please say what you got to say. I, I have a real issue.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess like some people, but I mean, he he gets Bitcoin and he he understands the value of Bitcoin, and I don't think he invests shitcoin. I think they do it. Well, one because it, it's like for business reasons to make money, right? Like that's kind of a most obvious way. And the way I was speaking to somebody recently, like who was. Um, from China and he worked for BTC China, which at one point was the biggest exchange in the world. And uh, they had some, obviously China cracked down on Bitcoin, but some of the other exchanges like Huobi and stuff, they moved out of China and he said, like he worked then, he said he believed that they went out of business because they, decided to kind of stick with Bitcoin only and not go with shit coins. So you, you can take that forward, but he worked there. He was at the Bitcoin meetup, but he, he that's what he believes. But we went out of business because they didn't, they were stubborn about sticking to Bitcoin. It, it definitely does make you money. Uh, and I guess also like to, to kind of be slightly defense, to give, you know, to be on put very kind of point of view through you could argue that like they're just offering customers the choice right so and there is some kind of merit in that advent of the day if we're giving customers the choice like that's not I, I do have this kind of libertarian philosophy i'm not like hardcore libertarian but i'm kind of yeah libertarian leaning so at the end like I think people should invest in Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is the best long-term investment. That's what I recommend to my friends and family. But, you know, I don't... If some Bitcoin maximists, not... Most of them don't do that, but some of them say, oh, we should, like... the Ethereum should be regulated out of business. It's security. It should be banned. Like, I, I don't support the government banning Ethereum or anything like that, right? At the end of the day people should have the choice and decide. I just think Bitcoin is the biggest thing. But I think I kind of deviated from your question. But I think the answer is yes. I think a lot of these people, they actually get Bitcoin. And they, they probably personally invest mostly in Bitcoin. That's what I believe.
0: So what was your kind of journey with staying a Bitcoin maxi? You know, like surely over the last few years, you've had, whether it's offers or whether it's, you know business people approaching you and saying hey you should do this or you know like like w- what's been your experience o- over the last few years um i guess staying bitcoin only was it just it's just been your
1: conviction the entire time yeah so i mean i i like service one for my business so personally like I have bought some altcoins and I have experimented a little bit and tried to figure it out. Uh, but I just genuinely believe like Bitcoin is the best one. I mean, uh, we've had these arguments before and you guys are kind of Bitcoin Maxi podcast, so on, going on. But Bitcoin is the most decentralized currency and decentralization is the whole point of blockchain. Again, like there's more to say, but I, I think we've all heard it before, so I won't repeat. But yeah, I believe Bitcoin is the best one to invest in. And I'm just trying to build, again, I'm trying to do something, but I can recommend to my friends and family, like a service. I tell my, like my sister, my sister, okay, well, I already said it. So like, you know, if my sister buys Bitcoin, I tell her, obviously going to hard block, and it's like, that's what she needs. She needs Bitcoin. Just invest in Bitcoin, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I'm just trying to build something, but I, I won't. Rec- would recommend to my friends and family.
2: So it's a moral. Co- it's I'm a moral happy. Decision.
1: I'm happy. I'm not like I don't need to make a billion dollars. You know. Yeah. It's not my goal.
2: <laughs> so it's a moral decision. It's uh like it's uh you you can sleep at night knowing that you've not c- like if you're a tobacconist, um. Some people, well, some people are willing to be a tobacconist, some people aren't willing to be a tobacconist, but even the guy who's willing to be a tobacconist might still tell his kids not to smoke, right? Hmm. So, I might go for a diary
0: now, actually. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll be back.
2: Um, yes, yeah, so, but but right, okay, there. Well, the good example, right? You smoke, yeah, <laughs> live on board, um, but you would you you, you try enough hide oh. it from the kids and yeah, you don't want yeah, them yeah. to smoke and all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing, right?
0: I lied to my daughter the other day. Go on. She saw um, she saw a cigarette butt in the garden, and she's like, "Daddy, have you been smoking?" I'm like, "No, it it it, it must have been the builders." And we the neighbour. Re- we had a re- a renovation done twelve months ago. <laughs> she's just like the builders. I'm like, "Yep, uh, I gotta go to Woolies." And then yeah, I, and then I pissed it off. Well.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
2: But it's like so that anyway.
1: So I, we- I would. I would. Yeah. I, no, I would also say it's kind of like. A, a challenge in some ways also like I think can you can you build a Bitcoin only business? I, I definitely think it can and people are trying different stuff. And there's other services there's like I think Swan Bitcoin, like that's a pretty good service. Um and like doing something different, not by not going through this kind of casino model by um maybe getting like teaching people about bitcoin or having more bitcoin features i think it can be done so yeah, in some ways and i believe bitcoin is the, going to have the biggest future so like from a pure business perspective taking the moral part out of it like if i believe bitcoin is going to be the best Thing out there and it is the best thing out of there. Why not focus on Bitcoin and kind of double down on Bitcoin? And to be honest, there's plenty of shitcoin casinos out there already. So what's the point of being a shitcoin casino? So I, I guess I'm trying to do something different. And what we're trying to do is I'm experimenting, but doing things like dollar cost averaging things like that, considering maybe doing some kind of other type automation things maybe helping people like doing a mixture of consulting where we help them with hardware wallets, stuff like that. But I'm trying to experiment to create like a Bitcoin only service. I think it can be done. And yeah.
2: So I guess it's kind of a challenge. You're living proof. I mean, you've been doing it since 2013. So like it can be done. You're doing it and you're, you know, you're you're obviously, um, you know, doing well. So um, it's just, I think it's just the, Maybe so it's partly moral, this moral decision, partly business decision and also long term thinking, right? You're not you're not just the, the quick buck. I mean, yes, you could maybe you could set up a, a shitcoin casino and turn a quick buck in two years, three years, flip it to some JP Morgan and or something Facebook and um, and move on. But that's not really who you are and who you want to be. Is that?
1: Yeah, I think I think that explains it. Maybe a bit of stubbornness also. I'm pretty stubborn. Yeah, I've not uh, noticed that with big people. At all. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, people always ask me, like, how come I have my accent? And you know, I think part of the reason is when I, I actually came to Australia when I was pretty young, I was eight years old. So most people think I've been here for like three or four years. But I came when I was eight years old, I had ah. an ESL teacher and um, she was always correcting me telling me how to pronounce the words and i should have listened to her but i was very stubborn I, and i i found it annoying when people were, at that. I, I didn't like it when people were correcting me how i speak so i didn't listen to her and i should have. yeah and um well,
0: we're gonna have to put um we're gonna put little subtitles on the youtube video for this pod just quietly myself
2: and daniel yeah you okay. and daniel <laughs> um,
1: I mean, do, you and, find uh, correct do, do you guys put the video up or no? So, no, so do no we don't.
0: Hats okay. doesn't like being on camera. Can so. you see our face?
1: Like, okay. I mean, yeah. Because no, because my daughter just came in. She she's oh. like, she just oh, hey. into the room. She also gets she, she gets the stubbornness from me. Oh wow. So it's now I'm dealing with the stubbornness, and she's very stubborn and doesn't listen. So it's oh, very. At, yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. That is she, a win. Just, that is a she just she just come into the room so i'll just put her, I would all good, her all so good. we have to no
2: worries you do what you need to do we'll chat amongst ourselves uh, What well, a lovely little girl um the um
1: No, uh, sorry just two minutes five ten minutes okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's cute that's really cute um that's interesting because i was sort of in the opinion that it was just a moral call it's not just a moral call it's if you're genuinely looking Long term.
0: Well, and if you believe business. if you believe in your mission and your whatever yeah. your vision is, then then
1: yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, yeah, right. I I believe in right, Bitcoin, mate. so why not focus on Bitcoin? And like, I, okay, I think another part of it is like I looked into bit into other currencies, and there were other currencies there, and just personally, like there were things like counterparty, and and a lot of it, I just wasted my time looking at that shit, you know. Like, um, there was a lot of stuff, and it just—it was just time waste. And I'm like, I know, like, I don't want to like deal with some Shiba Inu and like how do we integrate Shiba Inu onto hard work. I don't believe in Shiba Inu. I don't. It's like so. I guess there's also I think actually that's a big part. I don't want to be dealing with this stuff. Like, it's like, like I I like learning. I like learning about Bitcoin. I done it because. I want, I guess it's like, why did I get into it in the first place? I wanted to work in Bitcoin. I wanted to be part yeah. of the spice. That's why I started the business. I wanted to do something, be involved. And I want to be involved in Bitcoin. I don't want to have to like deal with like shit coin number 10,005. So that's, I think, also kind of like a selfish reason. I don't want to spend my time with that rubbish. Yeah. I, I'm going to be learning about that stuff. I don't believe in it. It's just a waste of time, for myself. Correct. Do, do I, you... I like going to Bitcoin conferences. I like going to Bitcoin meetup. Like going to Bitcoin push bash, and like what's we wanna be and what I wanna to be doing that.
2: Yeah. So I will go have another question, but can we? We'll go back in a second. So if, if um somebody's listening to this and go, yeah, I really want to work in Bitcoin really want to. I'm a Bitcoin. I'm a Maxi. I really want to work in Bitcoin. I, like, a stupid like Do you think working in Bitcoin is the smart move? Or do you think that working in a fiat job that you can stand and stacking as hard as you can is a smart move?
1: I think actually, I think probably stacking. It depends what your goal is, right? Like if you want to return like financial return and probably doing what you're good at, Already and stacking money and buying Bitcoin is probably going to be better off from a purely financial perspective.
2: To just buy, but, you know, that buys your yeah. time down the line. Again, that's long term. If you're if you're thinking about the time that you could potentially be buying yourself yeah. to do the other things that you're maybe good at or you enjoy
1: mm.
2: with a little yeah of yeah. If you like
1: space. yeah, if you like a whatever, a doctor, construction worker, or like a mechanic. That's where your skills are and, and, and you can earn money with your skills and put that into Bitcoin. That's probably the best way. But I, I think but doesn't but, but it's the best way from a financial perspective. But again, I think for a lot of people, Bitcoin is it's almost like a revolution, like a movement, you know. Mm-hmm. It's about like it's about freedom like for for myself and I think for other people and having freedom and having control of your wealth, of your money. It's kind of like a social movement and people want to be part of that social movement. So, and maybe it might not be as good financially, but it still might be worth it to be part of it. Does that make sense? Oh, uh, totally. did I confuse you guys? Uh,
0: totally. Brenda looks confused. No, no, I've got a question, but I don't know if you've got. Go on. Okay. Um, how have you navigated, um, sort of these, uh, industry bodies? So, Australian Bitcoin industry body. You've got what's the other one? Blockchain Australia. I'm guessing they've you've they've talked to you or have approached you at some point, and obviously you're involved with um, ABIBs. Um. What's your take on, on kind of um, uh, representation for uh, Bitcoiners in, in, in like a governmental space?
1: Um, so the block, so yeah, I think the Australian Bitcoin industry body, like, and what even how good on even for studying it. And I think he's like, it's, I really like it. I think it's good. It gets kind of Bitcoiners together and like as a community and to have that kind of discussion and like put ideas to the government and speak as a common voice. I think it's great thing what the Australian Bitcoin industry body is doing. The blockchain Australia, um, I wasn't a super big fan of it. Um, I think, like I was actually kind of got somewhat involved at the very early on. I think I was actually in the, I'm not sure if it's Blockchain it's predecessor, but I was on the very first meeting they held, but it was like an online meeting, I I, I was present. And like from the beginning, some of the, just some of, like I don't hide voice guys, like I'm not, they're not like my enemies, I'm not saying like they're evil, but some of the stuff didn't rub me, like rub me the wrong way. As an example, they organized a conference it was a conference by one of those industry bodies that I went to, Like the blo- I think it was called blockchain, I don't know, some blockchain technology. It was like in 2018. And I went to that conference and almost in the entire, it, it, was, only, it was only this like blockchain technology, you know, not Bitcoin, blockchain technology. And in that entire conference, I, like I hardly heard the word Bitcoin mentioned. It was supposed to be like, yeah, you know, like what are, I get it if you mention other stuff. It's like Bitcoin was almost not mentioned at all. It's like, so what? What is this body about? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm here for Bitcoin, right? Um, what are they about? And obviously there were some people, like pushing. You know, they had people involved in it who were pushing the ICOs and things like that, and and doing slightly unscrupulous activities mm. we were pushing I, I, icos and but they were getting pipe from these icos and a lot of it a lot of the people were uh using it to get rich. Uh, yeah I, I just like I don't like it because I felt in many ways they're distancing themselves from Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of it's like because Bitcoin is this kind of revolutionary thing. It is about this freedom. But I feel like we kind of uh, it's like we're not about Bitcoin, we're just about blockchain technology. So well, that's my take.
0: Probably trying to jump on the next big thing. Think, can, thinking Bitcoin's already left the station. Let's uh, let's find something else to jump on board.
2: I just spent years thinking about whether people are uh, like willfully deceptive or stupid, I just and I never reach a conclusion. Like, I know the answer is probably different for different people, but it's like... Why not both? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's like, you think after, after time, after a period of time, I can understand people coming in with stupid, st- I like the people that come in with the stupid questions. Mm. That's oh, great. Just that's after- <laughs> why I'm here. <laughs> no, like, it's good, that's, that's what people should do, come in with questions, well, but yeah, but what about, but what about, but what about, because that's the only way yep. you learn, right? Um, but after somebody's been here for years you're like well okay you get it now yeah. why are you still pushing this on people and it's um sorry man that's just a rant Daniel I'm not um I don't have a question I do have a I do have a different uh, another question though but um so this is the difficult question right and we were going to have this conversation off the pod but we want to have it on the pod because generally what we do is we'll have a pod and we'll have the two of us and then we'll turn this off and then we'll have about a 15 minute conversation about stuff. It was an hour um, last week. Well, yes, I'm yeah, right, yeah. right about that. We just, we want to go for chess, but we don't, I don't feel comfortable enough to say it on the pod or not. Anyway, here's the thing. Daniel kindly offered to either sponsor or advertise via our pod. Um, thank you, firstly. Um, we have said no. The reason we've said no is because, frankly, we listen to loads of pods. And the worst part of all the pods are the adverts, right? You yeah. just feel like you're being pushed something, right? Which you are, it's an advert. That's the point. Um, but what about if it's something we what about if it's something that you genuinely like, right, you genuinely like and you want you want to tell people about it? Where I want to talk about that ethically, like, we and this is this gets into your probably having had to knock back a lot of things at the exchange over the course of many years. Like, how do you reach those decisions? And how do you come to terms with whether you think that they're right, or wrong? And do you think we're wrong? I'm happy to for you to say that if you do.
1: I mean, like with a podcast, obviously, you know, it's your decision and how you want to do it. That's up to you. I mean, yeah, I, I asked, but it's I don't know what you guys are thinking, right? Maybe you guys were looking for a sponsor, and you're just hoping somebody comes along. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys don't want it, like, that's respect for that. Um, I mean, well, do you, sorry.
0: Do you know what? Like when, what, we, yeah. when when we started this, we were like, well, hey, you know, how but, long's it gonna be before we get as much yeah? As much ma- like, maybe we'll get a sponsor, and yeah. we ha- and we have had a number of um, offers, and we've knocked them all back, and and I think this is the
2: first one that bothered us, though, right?
0: Right? Well, yeah, it is because it's like, it's actually the the perfect kind of sponsor offer because it's something that we believe in It's Bitcoin only, all that kind of stuff. Although we did have another one, I think it was Bitcoin only. Um, but we just, like literally, we just, we t- talked about it and we said, well, we're enjoying doing what we're doing. Yes, we may have started this thinking, oh, maybe we can actually get some revenue out of it or something. Um, but it very quickly, it's just like, well, we don't I think we just don't
2: want that is that what it is I think so I but I, I don't know how we're reaching those conclusions so what I'm interested in is yes. as a, as a, as yes. a podcast and as a question is how have you have obviously had similar dilemmas over the course of the years um how do you make those decisions and how do you determine whether you've made the right decision
1: okay that's like a big question it um, is. It's a tough <laughs> one because we're grappling with it um,
2: From a heart rate yeah I don't
1: know, it's just something I, I have to think about. Um, how do you make those decisions? I don't know I, uh,
0: have you have you been approached or have uh, you been offered something that you've been you've considered and then knocked back or you've um, just flatly gone no like have you got to a point where it's like like I'm sticking to my guns here, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it depends wh- where you wanna go, right? What you're trying to do. Um, again, like for me, I I said um, like I, I don't ask, like I do get offers to list other coins, but I don't wanna be spending my time on that. Uh, like that's uh, actually probably the biggest reason. I don't wanna be spending my time in that. I'd love to learn. I like learning about Bitcoin. I want to learn more about Bitcoin and spend my time on that. But it depends. But and I've got like the model I'm trying to go for, and I'm trying to build it and try and see what it works. But I guess it depends. What are you guys trying to go for with the podcast? Maybe Mm. like if if you don't take sponsorship, obviously that gives your um, your site a little bit more authority in some ways because okay, we don't like. Uh, your site and your podcast authority because then people will um, kind of trust your suggestions a bit more and um, so that helps but then the problem is how do you monetize it if you do want to monetize it how do you make money I guess it depends like you know I, I don't think taking advertisements is immoral or anything like especially if you're up front But obviously it does, it does, without a doubt, it's going to kind of, it influences you and like when people listen, okay, we're taking, this is an advertisement and it might be useful. Like some people Mm. like, like if it's useful to our audience, it might be good, but obviously it's an advertisement, but then like, if you don't take money and when you advertise something, it gives a little bit more light, but yeah, like, what's the plan? What where, I, I guess it depends. What you, What's the plan of the podcast? Are you is this just like a hobby, Are you trying to keep, make it bigger and make money and get this to be your living and like be next what Bitcoin did? Like, it depends where you guys are going. I think it has to be where I, I the is. Think, I wasn't, and, of all yeah.
2: of your questions, I wasn't sure the answer to. It. We are definitely not trying to <laughs> well, next what Bitcoin did. But um, but here's the so here's the 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 two different sides i guess to um if you look at uh you go look at a Steph, uh, one of Stefan lavera's podcasts or Ma- matt and marty's podcast look at the spot like look at the sponsorships on there they are solid good companies they are obviously making a really um they'll be well have, matt, matt about- and marty
0: have dropped stuff they dropped somebody because
2: they weren't it wasn't compass was it, oh, it Um, you know, anyway but they're so- like, solid but then <laughs> this is the one that bothers me probably the most all. i know who it is do you preston it is preston right yeah. Because that is the the best damn podcast. The, the Wednesday Show. Everything else is nonsense. The Wednesday Show is the best damn podcast you could hope to listen to, and it's it's just sprinkled with shitcoin, fiat, oh, fiat everything. Just, yeah, no, yeah. sorry, no, shitcoins are the wrong word, but like shitcoin in terms of fiat world, it's yeah, just yeah. awful. And I don't understand how, but how you can be okay with that? I just don't get it.
0: Well I guess it comes back to what Daniel was saying is it like it it's still as as a business model like people still want to make money
2: so can you monitor the question is then can you monetize I'm not saying we have a business we don't but can you monitor genuinely monetize a Bitcoin business and then or can a Bitcoin business be a really big business or do you have to say this is a passion project for me and if I've making a living out of it then that's great yeah. Well, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, clearly, I'm not talking about us. But like, is that? I mean, I just mean. I mean, generally, is that possible? Like, and because this is what I, this is what I get. Is it the people who are starting a Bitcoin business think? They, do they think they can outperform Bitcoin? Because I don't think anybody can. Do you, do, there's a okay? There's the there's the question. That is. Do question. you think you can outperform Bitcoin, or you do, ju- or do, or you? No, that's the question. That's that's all I've got.
1: Yeah. No. I, I. I'm sorry, because my e pods died. So ah, I'm gonna to have to use it. So the sound might be a little bit worse. And um, but um I think most businesses actually haven't outperformed Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. I think Bitcoin has been pretty much the best investment, and everybody's been doing it like yeah, Bitcoin has outperformed pretty much over them, I believe. Um, okay.
2: So that being the yeah. case. Why do you not just take all the money you have in the world, put it in Bitcoin, and then just pick your feet up and wait?
1: Yeah, that's a good question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it okay? So, is it just something to do in the meanwhile, in the in the time Yeah, I think so I think you
1: just yeah, I think you just need something to do, right? You want to yeah. do something. Is that's that really it? Just sitting around and right You want to do something. That's what, we're, that's what we're doing.
2: That's what we're doing. <laughs> There's something to do while we wait. That's it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. So is
2: that what everybody's doing? And but it, it, but it's it's also necessary. Like we need a hard block, right? We need. I don't mean ours. We need podcast. We need. I didn't. I couldn't find information when I was first looking. We need people yep. Yep. that are spitting out some information. You can distill it and chuck out the window if you want to. But like, but we need all these things. So, but, so, okay, so right, we'll get into the crux of the matter now. So if we are, um, you're stubborn, right? You've got, you've given us stubborn, um, is it also ego? Like, do we genuinely think that we're the best people to be providing these services, nobody better than us that can do this or does it, or do we just think it's necessary? We're just good people. I don't know.
0: Well, like I think that's two different, it's a different question for each of us because daniel started what like hard block was the first bitcoin only exchange correct so you created yeah. something that didn't exist we came in with it in a flood of podcasts yeah we could we're contributing nothing <laughs> daniel's been at this for a while so
2: it's a good i mean it's a good question i, I don't mean us i mean yeah.
1: just jam- I, I mean like i think you guys like a contributing it's pretty and like it's pretty entertaining and well i think it's good because it's so, somewhat Australian focus. And I think you guys maybe are moving away from the Australian focus. But uh, I don't know. Maybe having an Australian focus is good. Is that because um, you're
0: Polish? Or like what, what do you mean? Well, just well, <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> I an Australian on. focus
1: because over the, the, the podcasts are trying to be like global, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. if you look like... That's kind of why we started the Australian Bitcoin podcast with Hardware. Really, because there's like no just specific Australian podcast. Yeah, strong yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to like big market global, yeah, yeah, but yeah. maybe making it focused, like and targeting on Australians, it's good because uh-huh. nobody's doing that really. I better cancel um, Elon then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Did you see the video of uh, him walking in with a sink? Yeah, that was oh, cool. Wonder, that was cool. Uh, he, there's um,
2: another. There's another example, Elon, right? Like I'm totally bipolar over Elon. Sometimes he does something, and I'm like, "Oh, what a fucking legend!" No, he's a, he's the best. Another, he's the best troll. He's but awesome. then other times I'm just like, "What are you doing? How can you not get this?"
0: But sometimes you just go, "Is, is he trolling? Is he not trolling?" And that's the beauty of Elon—you don't know. Yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Judgment. What else we got?
2: Um, what? So okay, so where's what's next for the business? Then what? Um, have you anything you want to particularly, You really want to implement, or you? um You need other people to help you implement, or like, where are where do you see it going from the next twelve months, twenty four months?
0: Um, he's just realised he can't outperform Bitcoin, so he's better <laughs> give it up. Thanks, hats. <laughs> I think no, yeah, we, like, we, not, to we right
1: just, what we wanna do, like we wanna just serve the Australian community, really, uh, and just help like that's what we're trying to help australians get bitcoin and help people invest in bitcoin and bring be, create new bitcoiners and that's just really what i'm trying to do and what we're trying to do that's, that's a good that's a good mission statement
2: is it easier then is it, so your orange pill conversations are different to our orange pill conversations we're like we're crazy people who believe in this Bitcoin thing. Go buy some. With us is the best thing there's ever been. Mm. You you are running a business that's, you know, in this in, in this I hate the word, in the space. But like does that give you some sort of I don't necessarily mean with strangers. I mean with friends and family. Like are they like, "Oh, yeah, Daniel's doing this. This is clearly a, a respectable okay thing to do." Does that help with your orange in conversations?
1: Um hmm yeah, I mean, a lot of people come to ask me for advice and suggestions and stuff, but it's funny, a lot of them, a lot of the question, the main question I probably get is, oh, which coin should I buy?
0: <laughs>
1: and that's the main question people ask me. And when I tell them just buy Bitcoin, a lot of people tell me, oh, you know, Daniel, I, I should have listened to you like eight years ago, whatever, five years ago when you told me to buy Bitcoin. Anyway... Like, so which shotgun should I buy now? Like, <laughs> I just buy Bitcoin. They still don't listen to me. So it's like you're complaining, <laughs> but you don't listen to me, and you still <laughs> not listening to me. So that's kind of the mind conversation I have. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I find it hard. I find it hard to, uh, like, I've had some luck, like, but I'm trying different ways to how do I explain to people that they should invest in Bitcoin and not altcoins. Because for myself, there's a lot of like variables that help me to come up to that decision. But it's hard for me to expand. There's some kind of narratives, which the people who come in, there's some narratives that they believe in, which sound very logical. Like they believe oh, Bitcoin is the first one, but then the other ones will improve on Bitcoin. Like it sounds logical, like if you don't know much, mm. You know, like the other ones will improve on Bitcoin, so you, we should invest in the other ones. Or of the other ones are cheaper, so they could go up higher because the price is higher, so there's more upwards potential, which are flawed. But yeah, I find it hard to convince, like, the kind of newbies why we should invest in Bitcoin and not altcoins. So I'm just wondering, how have, do you, how have you guys been going with that? Have you had any luck? Um, nah,
0: I, I've got I, one, I got one that, I, that I'm focusing on at work and that's it. Oh, you I just, that's you
2: showed me a message before. I was like, yeah, you're going to get her. That's no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, I, I think that a little bit of a change for me was when I realized that I shouldn't tell people what it was that I cared about. I should tell people what it like, try and work out what it is that they care about. Like, um, and if that's uh like, if I'm talking to a nurse. Um, probably going down, you know, the libertarian route is not the way to do it. Um, it's it's CPI. I should be going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. What's how? How is? Your, what did the unions go and? Have you have the unions gone into back for you this year? Okay. What did you ask for? You asked for a five percent. What did you? What did they offer? They offered a two. What did you agree on? Your three yeah, and a half. Yeah. Okay. What's inflation right now? So you're going backwards. You know you're going backwards, right? Um, uh, Yeah, and then so you you can get them on that one because because you're you're talking about their issue Mm. um, and then when you can then go into the thing, well, how's about something that has a decreasing um, um, level of inflation, then you can sort of get or, you know, you could so that's that I think is the most important thing. But that's one that's literally one to one. It's very difficult to scale that. Unless you started up, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. You you know you're talking about Australian podcast. Maybe you go like Bitcoin for Nurses podcast or whatever it is. You know, very specific, because there's plenty of bloody nurses out there that would. You know, there's a whole business in that. If you just got all the nurses in Australia to buy Bitcoin, you'd be doing quite well. Um, but um, I don't know why I picked
0: on nurses. But... No, no, I just imagine Bitcoin for nurses but If ours isn't doing that great, I don't think Bitcoin for nurses. Well, that's is the thing,
2: right.
0: <laughs> totally right. Yeah. But, yeah. but sometimes,
1: <laughs> like sometimes, for, for like targeting a narrow thing, because if you guys are trying to go like Gloiboo, there's so many Gloiboo. Everybody trying to have like the Gloiboo Bitcoin podcast. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a specific, like Bitcoin for nurses, nobody's doing that. So sometimes it can be like actually. Yeah, you can gain more popularity by focusing in a smaller yeah. Yeah. market, right? Yeah, yeah. This has
2: really become the Daniel Please Give yeah. Us Advice show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, <it's>, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, man. no, man, thank
1: it's you. Good. sorry yeah,
2: taking right. it that way. All
0: right, yeah. we, we, we've taken up enough of your time, mate. Do you want to, even though yeah. this uh, this pod has no advertisements, do you want to- Send people off to our <laughs> Do you want <laughs> to we it. us? We
2: love it, so go use it. Yeah. Um, send, and and to yourself as well, and anything else you want to show me, go for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, go to, yeah, hard blog like if you want an exchange that follows the bitcoin ethos if you want to recommend people where they'll be taught the proper way to use bitcoin then that's hard block and um, yeah we're doing Australian bitcoin podcasts where we try to also educate people on various aspects about bitcoin and privacy and uh, storage and so you can listen to that and yeah, you can, if you want, you can find, contact me. I'm on Twitter, Daniel Wilczynski, search, but I'm not super active we'll, on Twitter, but you can find we'll do it, it. Yeah, we'll put yeah. in the show yeah. notes. It's hard to spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> all right, that's mate. right, yeah. Can, can I, uh,
0: we, we're going to get cut off, but
2: right, I just want one more quick thing. It, so I'm going to, you're, you're an Australian Bitcoin company, right? so of all, all the businesses that are you're aware of that are outside the country, I, I know, I know, but if I was to say US, where would you go?
1: For, to buy Bitcoin
2: yeah, or? like a business like your business outside of Australia.
0: Uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> we just spent the last five ten minutes talking about how I was going to edit out, um, or edit or stitch these all together because hats doesn't shut up. And we got cut off from our free zoom thing. Um, so let's, so build. we're not, we're not going to do it.
1: Who, so who, does back. The, who does the editing? Who does May. the editing for you guys? Me. Oh, so that's why he's. So hats needs to get you a beer or something. Or you yeah, need to make so, him do so it. So. What I do, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, no one can see this on the pod. It looks like I'm doing some kind of prostate exam, but I did a little wind-up finger thing underneath the table to Hats. The
2: prostate exam. The, the prostate underneath, exam, the table. underneath
0: the table. <laughs> maybe that's what you should do. Yeah, maybe. And he's just like nodding at me going, yeah, no worries, no worries. No, me- no, meanwhile, I- less than a minute left, and he chimes in with another question. No,
2: so what I thought was happening there was – so I don't know. Zoom gives you like forty minutes on the f- cheap freebie yes. thing, right? Yes. Because we're, and, cause and we're I tired. believed that we were only like twenty minutes into that second one, and I'm thinking, oh, here's this Brendo trying to make it easy for himself, trying to make it about an hour again. Blah blah blah. I'm like, stuff. him, I'm going again.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I Meanwhile, realize- yeah, less than a fucking minute, and he's still going. Okay, we're back. I don't remember. We're basically now. back to say goodbye. Although Hats wants to finish his question, I think.
2: Yeah. So if you're thinking of your business, uh, your business, but in other countries, um, and if I shoot con- countries at you, can you fire back your favorite exchange?
1: Um, yeah. So something like what Swan is doing or CoinBits in the United States, uh, obviously, was much smaller than Swan, but something similar to that.
2: Yes, basically, yes. So, people
1: on board, onboarding people onto Bitcoin.
2: Exactly, doing, exa- doing exactly the same, the same sort of ethos as your business. But obviously, some of the people listen to this won't be able to use your service. So they're going, oh, "Well, this sounds good, but can't do it." Um, so the states—that's you would—that's where you would go. Swan Coin, coin bits? I don't yeah, yeah,
1: it. I think yeah, yeah. Coinbits is something. It's actually I've only found out about it recently. I think Safedian is part of it as like an advisor. Okay. Um, so I can't. Yeah, tell but we're doing something similar. I
0: can't tell if it's the accent, but are you saying Coinbase?
1: No, Coinbase. I know. What's it called? No, I'm kidding. Coinbase. Yeah, Coinbase. Yeah, um, yeah, Canada. Um, uh, I I have no idea. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Okay. So I, like, I he has just wants to say countries because he thinks he's a geography.
1: Player. Yeah, okay. no,
2: I just know 192 <laughs> countries and we're going through them all. <laughs> okay, okay. I think
1: my answer will probably be I don't know for most of them. Ah, okay, okay. So, okay. But if we can, we can yeah, go through countries. Okay. I would say,
2: so in the, in the UK, would you go Coin Corner?
1: Coin Corner. Uh, should I Google that now? I think I've heard about it. Oh, um, don't. No, no, if you don't want
2: to
0: if right. you know one better right. than mine brendo's doing the prostate exam sorry what, 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 i
2: the think prostate exam. this
1: question <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, thank yeah, you daniel yeah, yeah yeah okay no worries yeah thanks guys for having me on and yeah it was good talking with you and yeah likewise, good likewise. yeah that was the good. podcast and stuff and yeah,
0: thanks for the convo man thanks very much mate. all right fuck you Cheers. hats <laughs> <laughs>